welcome to episode 183 of Marriage on the Rocks. I'm Crystal. And I'm Seth. Every week we have a drink with our discussion. And this week we are again keeping it simple with the whiskey. And uh, we are having Weller. Yeah, it's just the Weller, uh, their original weeded bourbon whiskey. It's good. Yeah, it is good. It's a, it's a, a good pretty cheap <laughs> out here it's priced really well uh-huh but you can only buy two yeah you're limited if you find a liquor store that has it you're limited to two mm-hmm. two bottles but they're still just i think they're like 20 bucks yeah out here yeah it's, a, it's good it's stuff. a good deal it's a good yeah. mm-hmm. i would put this in a daily drinker category yeah for sure i know have we ever talked about that on here i don't think so what the yeah that you Mm-mm. should have for your whiskeys yeah yeah, you should have a a date. Well, and it's not like we drink daily, <laughs> but uh, uh, you you should have a daily drinker, a Friday drink, or a daily whiskey, mm-hmm. a Friday whiskey, and a special occasion. Yeah, right. Is are that is that yeah, it? Yeah, that's the three. Yeah, yeah. So this yeah this would be considered a daily. Or wait, one was um one one of them was uh one to share, right? Yeah, one to share. So but I can't remember. I'd have to look it up. I don't know. That's probably why I've never talked about it on here. Yeah. I haven't um, memorized it. Anyway, yeah, it's good. It's a it's a good whiskey. Um and very reasonable reasonably priced. Mm-hmm. So this week we are gonna be talking about you are the toxic one in the relationship. Or I guess maybe how to know that you if if you are the toxic one. Yep. <laughs> uh I mean we we see toxic relationships, period, all the time. And we see people that kind of, I guess, place blame on one partner or the other and, you know, vice versa. And we're kind of like, you know what? I think we need to have an episode about it and mm-hmm. talk about, how, I mean... Sometimes, and you guys all know that we're so big on self-reflection and so having an episode like this where we we do tell you you are the one that's toxic it isn't your partner it's you Mm -hmm. Uh, but before we dive any deeper into that we have our dumbass post of the week it's not really a dumbass post of the week is it did we say that's what we're categorizing it as yeah I okay. think so, still. One of our listeners, Brittany, Brittany sent us a little video. Um, usually we share like a meme or something like that. This really isn't that, but um, it's really from Target. Target isn't selling for Valentine's Day. I tolerate you cookies. Yeah. Yeah. Way to go, Target. Yeah. Encouraging mediocre, shitty relationships uh-huh. one cookie at a time. <laughs> yeah. So if you or your partner decided to get one of these for each other. Mm-hmm. You need to listen to more Marriage on the Rocks episodes. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank, oh, and I, well, and Brittany is always sending us some uh, dumbass posts, like, mm-hmm. probably from the very beginning, like, when we first start. well, at least at least when we first started the dumbass posts of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, so thank you for always uh, engaging with us and having fun with us. We appreciate that. Yeah. 
Uh, so I will say the cookies do look good though. They do. I know. I know. Right. <laughs> I was yeah. like, man, that looks like I would eat that cookie. I know. Well, I know. It's, it's funny. just your the big classic. Yeah, like, like a vanilla sugar. cookie, sugar with the yeah. red frosting. Yeah, like the thick K layer red it frosting. Does. It does look good. That's yeah. funny. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, like I said, uh, this week we're gonna be talking about how you are the toxic one. Yeah. I mean, so many times you see people like after they break up with the in, with their partner and they say you know so glad i'm away from that toxic relationship and what they they say that the relationship was toxic but most of the time they mean that person was toxic mm-hmm. and i think our our perspective is i oh, know you both are toxic or mm-hmm. it's very lopsided and no you are the one that's the toxic one not mm-hmm. the partner mm-hmm. yeah i know and so i think a lot of times it's a projection and, and, you know, I, 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 we don't really have like a list of here's how, you know, but I think that as we, as we converse about it, I think most of the time, one of the biggest telling signs for me is if someone keeps making that claim, mm-hmm. oh, so glad I got out of that toxic relationship. Oh, I've just, I've been in some toxic relationships and it's like, well, what's the common denominator, you idiot? Yeah. You. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's not, you know, it's not that every, or like, why do I just attract toxic people? It's because you're toxic. Yeah. It's you. Mm-hmm. And, and so many times people just don't realize that they're the ones creating the toxicity mm-hmm. that it's just oozing out of them and they just have no idea. It's it's an absolute lack of self-awareness. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I know. Well, I know. And like coming from a relationship that where i did have a toxic partner mm-hmm. i mean i know that and i and obviously i wasn't the one that was toxic uh but yeah but that's a good point the uh-huh. reason you know you're not the one that was toxic is because of our relationship uh-huh. because of our relationship and and how how well i have done without that toxic partner oh yeah you know yeah yeah the how, how how yeah how how um how much further you excel personally mm-hmm. professionally physically mentally all that when you're away from that is proof that you weren't the toxic one mm-hmm. yeah when you have a person holding you down and holding you back from doing well and and exceeding and being successful in life mm-hmm. uh that's yeah that is when you know that you are not the toxic one um so yeah i mean i like i said i came from a from a toxic relationship and it was it of course i i had stuff that i did that was not good in that relationship i was not perfect i yelled at him i we fought all the time we uh we didn't get along and i know that part of that was because i was a witch and and mean to him mm-hmm. but the other part of it was that he was doing stuff that made me mad and <laughs> and made made me lash out mm-hmm. instead of both of us doing dumb shit I guess. Yeah. You know? 
I don't know. Does that make sense? Or? Well, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's like you said before, a lot of it, you know, you really want, weren't the one doing dumb shit. You mm-hmm. kind of put up with some dumb shit, but you weren't the creator of that, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And it's not really that you were, because uh, I don't like, I don't really like the victim mentality in a relationship, and that's not what you're saying. Uh, I mean, aside from like actual f- unwarranted physical, I, I can't say, un- actual physical abuse, mm-hmm. if I say unwarranted. <laughs> that that means that there's warranted physical yeah, abuse right, and there's yeah. not. Um, so aside from like actual physical abuse, there's really nothing. There's not too many things that I'm that I'm really like. Well, yeah, you both kind of had a hand in that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that that's where a lot of the times you like like we just like we said before you you find proof after the fact that you weren't the toxic one. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's the cycle that we see people repeat is. Oh, they were toxic. Oh, next relationship. Oh, man, that was toxic, too. Next relationship. Oh, that was even more toxic than the last. Why am I just having bad luck? Why do I keep finding myself in these toxic relationships with toxic partners? Bitch, because you're toxic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that that's really what it boils down to. Mm-hmm. And and so it, it's you, you just can't keep pointing the finger at everybody else. It really is that doesn't it suck when everybody in the world is wrong but you? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's really what it's boiling down to is is you are the one that is that are either nurturing creating or um, promoting these toxic behaviors and it's not just that you're promoting toxic behaviors in the partner you are also toxic mm-hmm. people that are toxic are the same ones that um, are uh, vengeful mm-hmm. so um it's eye for an eye, tit for tat. Oh, you do something that pissed me off. Okay, well, I'm going to post something slutty on social media to make you jealous. Mm-hmm. That's toxic behaviors. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, well, you don't want anything to do with me this weekend? Fine, I'll go out with the girls and get drunk, and who knows who I'm going to hook up with. That's a very toxic trait. Mm-hmm. Um, I think always playing the victim is a toxic trait. Yeah, Publicly sharing your relationship woes is, to- are to- is a toxic trait. Mm-hmm. Um, if you keep running to social media, and, and you see this especially, I mean, one big identifier in a toxic person is they post, delete, post, delete. Oh, I know. So yeah. if you're this person, if you post something about your relationship, then you realize you look like a moron and you delete it. Mm-hmm. That's toxic. Yeah. And and there's, I, I can think of 10 girls that do that shit. Oh, my Guys gosh. don't do that. Yeah, I know. I don't know any guys that do it. Yeah. Yeah. I know the yeah the posting and deleting thing is is big. Um, I think that that it's so funny because you see these people and I don't know. I I I think it's another one of those things where it is mainly women that are maybe more vocal about mm-hmm. this stuff. So you kind of I don't know. It, it's not that that it's only women that are like this, but you tend to see more of them because women are so stupid to post about it Mm -hmm. and talk about it publicly to everyone else. And it's like, why, why are you doing that? Why are you putting yourself in like everybody's eye, like your relationship in, in, everybody's eye that they can see that you have a shitty relationship and then more times than not with these toxic people 
they tend to say, oh, I'm getting out of that toxic relationship. And then they get back with the same toxic partner. Yeah. That's a toxic trait. <laughs> yeah. You're the toxic one. Yes. And, and Have if, you not learned? Yeah. It, you're either toxic or stupid. Uh-huh. I mean, that's that's the only two options. Or both. You, you're, yeah, or both. Yeah, you're, you're either toxic or you're just dumb as dirt. Mm-hmm. I mean, how stupid do you have to be to keep falling for the same crap how stupid do you have to be to get keep getting back with the same losers how stupid do you have to be to be putting yourself in those situations continually Mm -hmm. you are a literal definition of glutton for punishment Mm -hmm. um and it's all based around your own stupidity yeah i know (laughs) so wise up dumbass yeah i know i mean i just i I, did that there's just certain behaviors that i'm like i just want to grab you by the arms and shake you Mm mm-hmm and be like, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you doing this? What What do you think is going to end up differently this time? Yeah. What do you think is going to happen? Because people don't change. They don't. You You can fantasize and romanticize that things are going to be better. And sometimes you convince yourself that they're going to be. But that's not the case in 99.9% of people. Mm-hmm. But I think that's another toxic trait is this this percep- the self-perception that they are special. This perception that... The situation they're in is so unique and so special um, that that type, it's a level of arrogance that is a toxic trait to behave that way and look at these and, and really think that you're so freaking special and that your circumstances are so freaking special that this isn't going to end up the way that it did before. You know, I know. I, I Especially think when you that... don't change anything. Nothing's changed. I know. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it, it, and that's, that's the thing that, you know, we, we've seen people fall out of, um, you know, whether it's big things or small things. We've seen people have falling outs because one partner wants a kid and the other doesn't. So they, they break up, they split up, they separate, they even maybe get divorced, and then they get back together. Well, one of them still doesn't want a kid and one does. Mm-hmm. So what do you think is going to happen? That means one of you is in a, it's a win-lose relationship, mm-hmm. and that's not going to make it. You see others with smaller things where other people are... Um, you know, they break up. Well, he's, you know, he was, he was controlling. Mm-hmm. He was controlling. He didn't let me go out with the girls on the weekend and he blew me up all weekend long when I was on my girl's trip to Vegas or out at the club and all that. And I don't want to put up with that. And then you guys break up, you separate. He's not going to stop feeling that way and you're not going to stop acting like a hoe. Mm-hmm. So nothing changed. So it's going to revert back to its original place of chaos and eventually break up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you keep repeating that cycle. Because you're dumb. I know. Well, so, you know, like, even with me saying that you don't, it's not that guys aren't toxic, too. Because mm-hmm. I do believe that they are. Oh, yeah. Um, But I also believe that you have, as a woman, you have a choice to put up with that toxic male mm-hmm. or or leave him and if you continue to to let him treat you the way he's treating you and just you're let you're letting him get away with it you're inviting the behavior and condoning the behavior mm-hmm. and yelling about it and getting mad and getting in fights and posting about it on facebook is not a resolve Mm-mm. But by staying with them, by reverting back to whatever 
state of a relationship it is, you're you're condoning and welcoming those repeated patterns of bad behavior. Mm-hmm. If you put up with it once, why would you not put up with it again? I know. Yeah. You know, and 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 people people just don't know how to set better standards for themselves Mm -hmm. and stick with those standards yeah yeah i know well and it's like when when they are when people are trying to set standards and i don't i've i've seen i've seen other relationships where the male is the man is just so he's he's very toxic whatever Mm -hmm. you know can do whatever but then like when it comes down to the girl finally kind of uh trying to get her shit together and trying to move on Mm -hmm. and then this guy comes in and sweet talks her Mm -hmm. and i guess i'm trying to think like are these women i don't know i'm trying to think like are they just they're naive they're naive and they're hopeful yeah and borderline what i said before maybe they're just dumb if you're Uh falling for this all the time you're dumb i get it i get it when you're young and you don't know any better and this happens Mm -hmm. you do think you're special you do think that guy's special he does something you know toxic he cheats he lies he you know, whatever guys do that, you know, you, you would, you know, he's manipulative, he's controlling, whatever it is, whatever it is that he's doing that you don't like. And you're like, that's it. Enough's enough. And he's like, oh, baby, I'm so sorry. I, uh, you know, I won't do this again. You, you do want to believe that person because you really don't want the relationship to be over. Mm-hmm. So girls want to believe it. They want to believe what they're saying. They want to give him another chance. Um, and, and I will allow that mm-hmm. as you know, not really digging on somebody or calling them dumb or stupid because it's just naive. You just don't know any better. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, well, that happens when you're young. Now, that happened when you were young. It happened when you were 19. It happened again when you were 22. It happened again when you were 25. It happened again when you were 28. At this point, you're just dumb. Mm-hmm. You're, you're not, you don't know how to pick a good partner. You don't know how to look for red flags. You don't know how to watch for warning signs. And you don't know how to end a toxic relationship indefinitely. Mm-hmm. You just play this little if if i set it free and it comes back it was meant to be oh god type of game yeah uh-huh. and you draw that person back in uh-huh. um, and if you're going to truly separate from a toxic relationship you sever it mm-hmm. you completely sever it you don't have communication with this person no not you at all you don't text this person you don't talk to this person you don't post shit cryptically on social media hoping that they will see it you're you don't not play any fucking friends games. with them yes. on social media you move on or any of their friends mm-hmm you have to cut all ties it's it's that simple it's not so like because sometimes i'm like i i get it i understand that it's that it's hard to leave a relationship you know you've been together for a long time and you have uh, i don't know a history together you know so many memories blah 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 but at, at some point those nice memories come are not not that many are left it's Mm -hmm. it's more everything's a bad memory yeah and and so like when it gets to that point is when i don't understand it i don't think that it's 
it's that hard to to leave it Mm -hmm. i and i don't know i guess coming from me that did leave my bad situation yeah i knew that it was going to end relationships that i thought maybe i could try to keep you know with other mutual friends or or even family members Mm -hmm. and then quickly after i left i realized okay yeah that was that's dumb that's not that's not even going to be an option because there i what i want for myself is something better right i want something better i want to be able to to move on and to uh to not have anything (laughs) about that person in my life Mm mm-hmm and I know that people that have kids and stuff are like, you don't get it because you don't have kids. Right. But do you really want your children seeing you keep taking this person back? Well, why would you want your kids around that toxic? Yeah. Behavior? See, your 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 uh, <laughs> have your kids see you fighting all the mm-hmm. time, yelling at each other, you know, and. And I will ask you, how would you, how are you going to feel when your child is now grown up and is in a toxic relationship? Then what? Mm -hmm. Are you going to tell your, your kid to just stick it out? It's, it's okay. He can hit you, um, you know, or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like she can treat you that way. She can cheat on you. She can, you know, whatever. Right. I don't think that you're really going to want that for your child. Why would you want that for yourself? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and uh, yeah, I mean, and I, I think everything you said is exactly correct. Uh, and, and, you know, these, these people that are with these individuals, I think, I think one of the first steps people have to take is you have to understand if you're going to say that there was a toxic relationship and there was toxic behaviors, you need to identify what those were. Just because somebody does something you don't like or don't agree with doesn't necessarily mean it's toxic. But it, there, there are specific toxic traits that people exhibit. And this is where I think that as you dive into it, you have to be able to look at yourself in the mirror and say beyond a shadow of a doubt, yeah, I don't do those. Mm-hmm. And that, that's how you're going to know. And so I think that whenever people look at that stuff, you know, we already said lack of self-awareness. I mean, that, that's how we kicked off. That's mm-hmm. what... I think a lot of these people have. You just have zero self-awareness on on what you're doing with any of this. And you have complete lack of self-awareness to the point that you don't even know you're supposed to be accountable or take responsibility for what you've done in the relationship. Um, but I think that, you know, are you able to look at this person and be like, well, they were lazy. Mm-hmm. And, and lazy in, in, in all kinds of regards. You know, those those are very toxic traits. But But are you lazy? Are you someone that never finishes a task you someone that doesn't know how to get their shit together because it really turns into this don't throw rocks at glass houses if you're going to get there and say that well the, I, I left this guy because he was he was manipulative he was abusive he was lazy he was controlling and then on the flip side you're the one that's making threats you're the one that's that's uh verbally abusive to this person you're the mm-hmm. one that is um doing things very vindictively and trying to you know, get this person riled up or get them, um, you know, jealous and things like that? Are you the one that's sneaking around doing things that you know not sure what you're not, that you're not supposed to be doing? You're exhibiting ex- the exact 
you know, not same, but you're exhibiting similar toxic traits as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're you're not unscathed. You're you are a big part of the problem, mm-hmm. and, and and I think that that's where the self reflection and hand in hand identifying what it is that the partner is doing because you have to be able to pinpoint their behaviors. You have to be able to pinpoint these traits and call them out and, and not necessarily to them, but at least to yourself, that's going to give you some sanity. I mean, there, there's generalistic terms that, that we all use of, well, yeah, I got out of this relationship. Yeah. Cause she was just a bitch. Well, okay. Why? Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. are you saying? She was a bitch because you were an idiot dumbass who would have just thrown your life away. And she was trying to keep you in line. Or was she a bitch because she was argumentative because she, um, you know, uh, you know, um, demeaned you. She demeaned your job. She demeaned your hobby. She demeaned you as a person. You know, was was it because they were verbally abusive? Was it because they were condescending all the time? I mean, you, you should be able to say, no, she was a bitch because of this. Mm-hmm. And the same thing goes for girls to guys. You know, what? what, what well, I left that because he was an asshole. Well, how? An asshole. A lot of t- a lot of the time, women will say that he's a narcissist. Mm-hmm. And most of those women are, are narcissists. The ones that are <laughs> yeah, people. exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. But um, and I think I think that that is like a big term mm-hmm. nowadays. Like, yeah. oh, he's just narcissistic. And now I am hearing a lot of men say that that women are narcissistic yeah. too. Well, I think they finally realize what it means, mm-hmm. and they're able to identify those traits very clearly. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot of narcissistic women out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that for a long time, we just didn't associate that trait with women. Females. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. We always just put it on men. Yeah. But yeah, but but why? Why? You, ha- you do have to be able to list mm-hmm. why is he, or how is he a narcissist? Yeah. Why is he an asshole? What are... And, and again, uh, if you can, if you can list everything and also list, list everything that he is, but also make sure that you are looking at yourself and asking yourself, am I doing anything in this relationship that's causing this toxicity? Mm -hmm. Not just... My partner. Yeah, I mean, it goes a lot with what we talked about last week with the very similar to creating the insecurities Mm -hmm. in the relationship. You know, um, if you're going to apply and assign these toxic behavior traits to your partner, if you're sitting there saying, oh, yeah, well, well, I can't identify. And it is those things you said. He's he's manipulative. He's controlling. He's putting guilt trips on me. He is, you know, playing me against my friends and he's pitting me against my family. And he's he's giving me ultimatums like choosing him over other people or other stuff that even saying that out loud you're like yeah he is these are problems but you have to be able to look at it i'm not excusing his behavior but how much of it are you creating Mm -hmm. when all of those things happen and then you really start to peel back the layers and it's like well why is he doing this oh well because you act single on social media Mm -hmm. oh because you're doing things to try to make him jealous oh because you're going out for girls night oh you're you know it's not that he's a you know inherently toxic person Mm -hmm. you are creating some of those insecurities that we talked about last week which is now coming out as toxic behaviors Mm -hmm. but you're the root cause analysis for why it's coming out um and then you have to kind of make a decision on 
on what's more important. Mm-hmm. Staying with a person who really wants to be with me and, you know, fulfills all my needs or getting out of this and being able to go run around and do whatever I want with my girls and all, all that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but but there are there are things that people do to bring out those toxic behaviors and it, and it, it it's, it's hard sometimes when you're in it because you're like well which came first the chicken or the egg i know well um, and it at, at that point it doesn't matter which yeah. came first and <clears throat> i think that you like it's really hard to to kind I, i'm trying to like think about making sure to give the advice like what advice I would give somebody that is being toxic and mm-hmm. and if you finally understand that you are the toxic one or have or but maybe both of you are mm-hmm. what are what are you going to do to change it and you know really do some I guess deep soul searching mm-hmm. and figure out what is it that I need to do to make myself better? Right. And you know, some uh, some of that stuff may start with you, probably your insecurities, mm-hmm. your own insecurities. And once you get those taken care of yourself, you can kind of start to heal. Yeah, and I think you made a really good point because I think a lot of these traits, they just, as I said with the guy, it's, he, it's not that he's just you know, inherently toxic. I think that even when someone realizes that they are exhibiting these behaviors, it is that deep dive and it is that, it is identifying your own reasons why you're exhibiting those mm-hmm. toxic behaviors. So why is that happening? Is it, you know, to your point, is it something you need to fix yourself on? Is it just something you need to be more aware about? Is it something that, you know, you need to step away from? I mean, are, are you finding that, that you know, something like a social media is what's triggering these behaviors? Stay off of social media. Mm-hmm. I, I think a lot of times, especially for women who are always posting thirst traps, my, my biggest advice to them would be like, stop. Mm-hmm. Take 30 days and don't post any pictures of yourself at all. Mm-hmm. And if you can't make that, that says so much about how narcissistic you really are. <laughs> I know. If you can't, if you can't, I'm not saying stay off of social media completely. I'm just saying quit posting pictures of the perfect angle and try to make it, try to make you look good. Mm-hmm. Quit posting thirst traps. Quit posting boob shots. Quit posting bikini pictures on the beach. Quit posting underwear boudoir pictures from your bedroom mm-hmm. just quit trying to get attention mm-hmm. if you stop trying to get attention from all the wrong people for 30 days i guarantee you, you'll get the attention from the right people yeah but if you find that social media is that trigger if you find that because of social media whether it's your own internal competition with other people or with yourself or that that dopamine hit that you get when you you get a heart or a thumbs up on anything like that step away from that for a month or yeah. two months, or three months, or six months, or forever. Mm-hmm. Whatever it takes. Step away from it. Um, and that'll help you start seeing things a little more clearly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that if you have a hard time not posting some dumbass picture of yourself for 30 days, like I said, that that says a lot about your own personal being right there. It's so crazy, because like, that social media 
is like a drug. Mm -hmm. It really is. And it, I mean, from, from the dopamine that these people get from, from getting those likes and comments or whatever, and to it ruining relationships Mm -hmm. because you're doing something that your partner doesn't want you to be doing or, you know, whatever. Like, do you, do you not realize that it's, it's a bad thing? It, it could be a bad thing. I mean, yeah, it's freaking, it's cool. Like, it's awesome. We're able to get our, our message out there because mm-hmm. of it and everything. But when it gets to the point, and, and, and I think it's like that way for everything. It's like too much of anything is bad. Oh, yeah. And... And so, but, well, how are you using it? Mm-hmm. I mean, we use it for, to make money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we use it for business purposes. Yeah, but you got to be careful with that. You know, you got to be careful with, I use it, we use it for money. Yeah, but, so that's what, that's what some women say too, mm-hmm. you know, the, and probably dudes too. I how, use how, it for. How many women are not getting paid that are telling their boyfriends or men that I have to keep posting these half-naked pictures because at some point in time I could get paid. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, is that is that a real thing that's going on? Probably. I'm I'm thinking like because I know that there's other I know there's women out there that are probably addicted to it mm-hmm. that are social selling and stuff like that too and are saying to their husband I have to post. Yeah. And then you know there's other women that are really that really do make money. Mm-hmm. doing stuff and some of them are are addicted to mm-hmm. some of them actually do it well and do it as, as a business right but it's like yeah i mean you kind of got you just got to be careful with mm-hmm. with that you know like we we do it as a business but so do people other people say they're trying to do it as an actual business right that aren't really using it as a business Mm -hmm. but uh, i don't know yeah so um you just have to be but i I guess i i guess maybe i was trying to make a point with you you just have to be careful with it like with uh social media and it being like a drug Mm -hmm. yeah that's what you were saying was it Mm -hmm. was just it was such a drug and, and the girls that are using it for the, the thirst traps and the attention and all that. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't like that everything always just kind of goes back to what you got to pick. Is it between the partner social media? But you, you were talking about how it's like a drug for these girls. Mm-hmm. And and that's that's one of the things that going back to what I had said as well, and that just ties into it is, is it triggering behaviors that end up in toxic character traits mm-hmm. uh, out of you, out of your partner? Um, and all of that. I know we, we've talked a lot about social media on multiple episodes, um, but it's going to continue to be a pain point as long as it exists and as long as people are not handling it responsibly. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you typically see men handle it very covertly. What they're doing irresponsibly is not really out in the public. It's a little more covertly and sneaky. But women handle it more overtly, mm-hmm. how they behave, their their pictures, their attitude. It's all on display for everybody to see. And so that, that makes it a lot more noticeable mm-hmm. um, because it's more in the public eye. And that, that's that's what these guys 
are are seeing and that's what people and husbands and boyfriends and and partners that have a problem with it it's because it is out there mm-hmm. for everybody to see um and and like i said if it's done from this you know this this vengeful perspective i mean you see that crap on tiktok all the time you know my you know i'm, I'm you know something lame like like i'm a uh you know my my husband threw away threw away uh threw me away because I'm a 42 year old stay at home mom. What do you think? You know, yeah. and she's trying to show off her has been body or whatever it is. And she gets, you know, five fifty two thousand likes on it from middle-aged men mm-hmm. that she wouldn't want to mess around with anyway. And that seems to make her feel good. Yeah. Um, so, but I think that, you know, even social media aside, your, your complete, Oh, what's what's a good word for it? When it comes to the communication uh, abilities that people just completely lack, it, they have a very hurtful form of communication. Mm-hmm. Um, what they say is is very maybe not even just ultimatum based, but it's you you communicate you communicate from a place of disrespect, and you communicate from a place of um, trying to say something so bad it ends the argument almost mm-hmm. um like your communication is just very based around hurtful statements hurtful facts hurtful you know whatever everything you you do is very defensive and it's kind of you, you feel like you have to retaliate when someone's like when your guy's like hey you know why who's this guy on here on social media that's always commenting on your post mm-hmm. and you're like but don't even get me started because uh, I know you, 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 I see, I see you looking at girl, you know, whatever it is, it's, it's you, you gloss over the fact of what you did wrong and immediately start trying to place blame for something else. Mm-hmm. And as you do that, you become very hurtful. Cause I mean, people can say very mean things to one another in the heat of an argument and they just feel like, well, you know, I can always apologize later, mm-hmm. but I want to get my point across right now. I want to take a, uh, I want to take a knife and I want to cut you deep and I want to cut you bad. So you stop. Mm-hmm. And so they take something that they can't really take back, but they think they can. Mm-hmm. So if you're constantly apologizing because you have hurtful communication or you lack good positive communication skills, you know, that that's a that's a big sign that, that you're there. And then when you do apologize for it or you do come back, it's it's a victimized apology or a false apology. You're like, you know what, I'm sorry it got out of hand, but... You know, you started it with, that's not an apology. Oh, gosh, I know. That irritates the shit out or of me. Or when someone blatantly knows they were wrong, and then they say something like, you know, I think we, we both said some hurtful things. And mm-hmm. and it's like, no, 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 bitch, this was you. Mm-hmm. You you were the one, even if it was 60-40, most of this blame still falls on you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the, those, those uh, victimization and those false apologies are huge. I know. Well, and I've, I've lived closely with that. With that mm. that kind of mentality and behavior and like my entire life, mm-hmm. it I mean it probably started from with my dad, like mm-hmm. and him being just kind of I don't know n- apologizing afterwards and with a condition, yeah, and or and like everything was everything needed to be okay because we're family Mm. you know and and i mean even like even i don't know within the last 10 years like we we went through that with with people in our life and 
it was like I felt like I did not want to continue to push everything under the rug mm-hmm. anymore with anybody right anybody in my life i mean i cut out people of my life that i i kn- i'd known for a while and you know they were they were friend they were close friends at at, at one point in my life mm-hmm. but then they start doing these things that are toxic behavior Mm -hmm. and i was like you know what i'm not going to put up with that Mm -hmm. with anybody anybody's crap any longer and so those people just aren't in my life anymore it's funny that you say that because a lot of people will say that and they are the toxic one Mm -hmm. once again that's where you have to look at the change afterward Mm -hmm. is it better are you in a better place mentally physically spiritually monetarily professionally all personally all those things right there and if you are you know that that was the right decision you know that man i you know i i feel a little justified now i feel a little vindicated because i did cut these toxic people out but you hear people say that all the time like i'm i'm done you know, 2023 is here. I'm done. If Take your toxicity somewhere else. Mm-hmm. But when you really hit that point where you're like, no, I'm done. I'm not. I'm just not playing the game anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not about making a statement with it. It's literally just kind of an enough point. And yeah, well, and, and like because I don't know for me, like you just get you get sick of people apologizing for stuff and. Getting away with it. (laughs) Getting away with stuff that, like, it's like, no. Mm -hmm. No, no, no. I'm not going to put up with it anymore. It's not okay. You should not treat people this way. Yeah. You you are toxic, Mm -hmm. and I don't need that in my life. Yeah. And usually disrespectful. Oh, Especially when you're talking about communication techniques. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, people that are, are disrespectful, that are you know, passive aggressive in that conversation that are um, obviously yelling and screaming. But then after it's over, you know, especially when you look at couples, you know, giving the silent treatment because of it. Those mm-hmm. are those are toxic traits um, and, and kind of playing the who's going to apologize first game. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we've done this and all this. Um, yeah. You know, and, we you know, we talked about kind of the the false apologies that fall into that type of stuff. But uh, obviously big things like lies. Mm -hmm. Um, This is something that you see people that project and claim people are exhibiting toxic behaviors. You find out that sometimes the person throwing the stone is a liar too. Mm -hmm. You lie, you sneak, you keep secrets. You know you're doing things you're not supposed to do and you're justifying it on the heels of being able to call your partner toxic um, to almost justify why you are a freaking liar, mm-hmm. why you're sneaking around, oh why you're gosh, why yeah. you're being <laughs> deceitful. Yeah, um, yeah, it, we've seen that. We've seen that play out a lot. Oh, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, and and of course, you know these. It, it's it's kind of it's kind of shitty, but it's like these pe- these toxic people end up being with other toxic people probably because they deserve each other Mm -hmm. and so you know hopefully if you identify that you are toxic 
hopefully you will be able to change it <laughs> mm-hmm. and move on and and progress through life and do well but sometimes it's just not gonna happen that way and you're gonna find yourself with another repeating, toxic yeah you're person. gonna just keep repeating the pattern with either if the not same the person same, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. than other people um you know and i, I think that the a lot of times you'll hear somebody whenever they they get they go back to that toxic relationship um you know some excuses are well they they just they weren't in a very good place then and now they are mm-hmm. once again based on what mm-hmm. based on what if you're if you're going to excuse me be able to pinpoint something like well you know I got out of that because you know he was addicted to meth mm-hmm. and now they've gone through rehab they're clean they've been clean for 12 months I I agree. They were in a very bad place then and they're not now. Mm-hmm. That's a life change. But if someone was using meth and it created the breakup and then you get back together because they're not using meth as much or they're ready to get sober or they just started getting sober, that's not enough. Mm-hmm. That's not enough. You don't need to be in their life on their path to cleaning their act up. Mm-hmm. Because they can't be dependent on you to clean their act up. They have to be able to face those demons and do that on their own. I know. You can't be that crutch that gets mm-hmm. them through. And that those relationships never pan out. Mm-mm. And uh, you need that per that person needs to strengthen up and do it on their own. And you know, let them figure it out, get sober, get clean, come back 12 months later. And if you're still available, you are. If not, you're not. Yeah, I know. And that's Well, and, and even with that, it's like it, it kind of will decipher whether or not you are... You are both toxic because obviously that person that is addicted to a drug is toxic Mm -hmm. and they need to do something about that and they need to change it. Yeah. But also if you are the one that is taking them back and trying to heal them yourself or whatever, uh, you are just as bad. Mm -hmm. And so that, that is where... It's like, like I said, you know, you, you have to, you have to make sure that it's not you mm-hmm. and let them go for maybe, maybe forever. forever. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know. It's uh well, and that, that, that's, I think really simplistically, it always boils down to me is what are you getting Aside from not being alone, I don't know what a lot of people are getting out of those relationships when they go back to them. Because mm-hmm. they'll be like, well, we have history. Yeah, a shitty history. Mm-hmm. Not a good one. Mm-hmm. It's never a good one. There was just a bunch of problems and bumps in the road. And it really, I, I see a lot of these people that fall back into these is just this, um, they, they have such a either conscious or subconscious level of self-hatred or recognition that they're a very low value person that this is the best they can do and until they up their own value that is the best that they can do and they get back in these situations really just for the fear of of well i've just got to have a girlfriend or a boyfriend and so i'll just go back to this Mm -hmm. but they're not going to up their own value by going back Mm -mm. period yeah it never pans out it never does um but uh, but I think that that's I, that's always a big question I have is is the why 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 were you drawn back in mm-hmm. what what was it because if you're gonna say hope you're dumb I said hope and I was dumb mm-hmm. 
you know, what is it? I, I, I guess what was so great in the midst of all of that, because people are like, well, when it was bad, it was bad, but when it was good, it was really good. Well, how? <laughs> how? Were you happy all the time? Were you laughing all the time? Were you intimate all the time? Did you connect all the time? I mean, you have to be able to quantify what was so fucking good about it, because you find out more times than not, it was literally like, well, we just weren't screaming at each other, and that was a nice period. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of people out there that aren't going to scream at you, but if you keep finding yourself... In those relationships where this guy screaming at you over this, the next guy screaming at you over this, the next guy screaming at you over this, once again, doesn't take long to figure out you're the problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I don't know. It's, I wish that I could tell people that, that you can, that I absolutely know for a fact that you can change <laughs> that you can change this that mm-hmm. you yourself don't have to be well they don't have to be a toxic person mm-hmm. they don't but it's it's up to them it's it's your own decisions that you need to make to either get out of a toxic situation and change yourself mm-hmm or get out of the toxic situation so you can also find yourself. Right. Because, I don't know, I think that those, because sometimes it, it really isn't that person, mm-hmm. but sometimes it is. Yeah. It's you, not them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And you need to fix yourself mm-hmm. before you bring that toxic bullshit in other people's lives. Mm-hmm. I know. Oh well. Yeah. Um, was there was there anything else that you wanted to no, add I, to I, it? I think that's it. I mean Yeah. Yeah. I, I there's really nothing else I think that we can say again. I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um I think that was a pretty uh pretty quick episode, I guess. Um forty five minutes. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. But um yeah, hopefully hopefully you guys got something out of it. And, uh, and if you are in a toxic relationship, try to figure out what is the root cause. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is it you? Is it him? Is it both of you? And fix it. But yeah, as always, thank you all so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, um, on Rumble and, uh, on Twitter on marriage and uh listen to us wherever you listen to your podcast and we will talk to you next week Thanks.